0: Welcome to Stays Crunchy and Milk. If you have questions or comments, we have multiple ways we can be reached. Twitter is, of course, the best way for those that need instant gratification. And the show's Twitter feed is at Skimpod, S-K-I-M-P-O-D. Stays Crunchy. For the more patient amongst you, the email address for the show is podcast at stayscrunchyandmilk.com. Crunchy again being spelled with a K. Crunchy. Hey, feel free to give us a call at 216-264-6311. That's 216 216- 264 Two six four sixty three eleven. Stays Crunchy and milk. We're available by Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, anywhere. Fine podcasts are available. And of course, at the website, StaysCrunchyandMilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share wherever possible, including on YouTube, where we can now be found at Stays Crunchy. And over on Twitch, where we're still Stays Crunchy and Milk. Our personal Twitters are Tatum216, Lunchbox2099. And I'm your host, the internet's Tay Rail 713. Stay's crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy. I breaks it down to the bone gristle. Ill speaking scud missile heat seeking. Johnny Blazing. Nightmares like Wes Craven. Niggas gunning. My third eye seen it coming before what happened. You know about them fucking statin' kids, they smashing. Everything. <laughs> In any shape, form or fashion. Everybody talking about they it Hmm. Is you busting, still or is you flashing, hmm. talking out your asshole, you should have learned about the flowing peasy Afro, to and Stallion, the chinky eye and snot nose, from my naps to the bunging on my big toe, I keeps it moving, you know just what the fuck I'm doing, rapping insomniac. fiend to catch a nigga snoozing, slip the cardiac, arrest me, nexus' hip hop possesses me, crunch a nigga like a Nestle, you know, you know my, my stees, burning to the third degree, Sneaky ass alley cat top pedigree, the head toucher, industry party bum rusher. You don't like it, Nickabinia? Like fuck you. Yeah. Allow me to demonstrate the skill of Shaolin, the special technique of shadow boxing. And then I can go from there. I slay them seeds back in the rec room, era. But hello, and welcome to it. It's Stage Crunchy and Milk. episode 476. And can we give it up for old day, sir, for deposing Romulus Augustus? I think you can. I am your host, The Undertaker of 713, joined as always by my other host,
1: tatum 216 Deck the halls with gasoline, light a match, and hear them scream. Sure, one could do that. <laughs> <laughs> and also rejoin,
0: you got a homeboy lunchbox, 2099.
2: All right, snap, 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 snap. Enter the world of the pin- Playboy pinup, girl. But naked dressed in nothing but pearls. You want to meet me because you know I'm freaky. And you want to eat me because you know I'm sexy. Got a man in Japan and a dude in Tahiti. Believe me, sweetie, I got enough to feed the needy. No need to be greedy. I got yeah. mad friends. That's pretty. Hey. Chicks by the layers and all different flavors. Woo. Uh, Fioso. Nailed it. That's how that this thing go. Now everybody come get with the lingo. Shake your body, body. Move your mm-hmm. body, body. On the dance floor, don't hurt nobody, body. I'm the one that put the range in the rover. When I'm stepping out the range, yo, it's over. Coming through in the Brooklyn Mint gear, we're going to do this just like Big Papa was here. I
0: don't know who did that.
2: It's Lil' little in the jump off, man. Yeah. See, that's
0: the you read that you read it so stately that I'm like, none of this sounds familiar to me at all <laughs> in, in, in
2: this in this formulation. I find that hilarious. This is from a piece with the Bentleys, the Hummers, the Bens, Escalated twenty three inch rims. Keep jumping your out the up. Jaguar with the Tims. Keep your bread and live oh. good. East Coast, uh, West Coast, worldwide. All my players in the hood stay fly. Oh, right. And if right. you ball, let me hear you say right, right.
0: Anyway, yeah, you know, we do. It's remote. It is, uh, for us, the the, for you, listener, the first show of 2023. I hope you enjoy it. For us, it is the last show of 2022. And, uh, we went over everything last week. You know what it is. Keep my fucking moving. But, uh, also, I really enjoy that. I don't know. I, 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 y'all i don't know if y'all have listened to the the show that went up today but i enjoyed it very much as i listened to it today as i listened to it not edited it editing is whatever but listening to the show i had a very a very very good listen to that to the 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 very program we make so i enjoyed that
1: normally normally i would have listened to the show by now but i've been listening to um a new audiobook um I'm knocking out another uh, Nickelodeon biography with Josh Peck. Um, (laughs) And it's pretty interesting so far. Um, I didn't know the dude was into drugs that bad, but he was. He
2: was the the big one from Drake and Josh, right? Yeah. Man, he was into drugs? Is that how he lost
1: all the weight? No. He lost... he lost drug. I mean, he lost weight through like diet and exercise. But you know, honestly, his unhappiness with his weight is what made him do drugs. So, mm.
2: um, yeah, I can dude. understand. Like my unhappiness with my weight over the years has made me do a lot of shit that I
1: regret. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to talk about that on the show, but like, I. <laughs> uh, I see I see um like where he's coming from and stuff, and it was um it's it, that dude had a pretty sad life um like from the beginning it seemed like he he was destined to to not do well, and he's pulled himself out of it,
2: yeah, I was always impressed with he was he had kind of like the um the Neville long bottom about him where like you know Neville started out in Harry Potter where he's just like, man this guy and then by like the time Harry Potter's over. Neville's out here doing like underwear ads with like six pack abs and shit. You know, like I always nope. feel like the the kids who do like the the TV shows and the movies and stuff, like they usually have a harder go of it because it's like you're almost forced to grow up faster than you really should, and not everyone makes it out of that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he 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 holds
0: he holds heat and beef with a uh... Drake. <laughs> whatever that nigga name is. I don't know his real name. I the... Drake Bell? Yeah, yeah, whatever that nigga name is. He don't <laughs> fuck with him at all.
1: Well, that's the thing, though. Look, so in the book, they kind of talk about, like, like uh, to be honest, we work together. And then, yeah. like, that was when we were, like, 16 or 17 years old. Like, I'm from New York. He's from California. Um, Yes, you you would think that like oh you um you work with this dude because um he worked with him on, on like the Amanda Bond show too yeah and then he was like like we grew up I went my way and he went his like sometimes we would we would talk but the real the fact of the reality is because like most people think they have beef because he didn't invite him to his wedding and then he was like. I hadn't talked to this man in years. I hadn't seen him in over a decade. No, no, I wouldn't have him come to my wedding. And then when he, um, you know, when the stuff come with the, with this dude being a pedophile, he was just like, yes, I have my own problem with that. But at the end of the day, what coworker, if you're another one of your coworkers did something fucked up, um, you wouldn't necessarily have an opinion on it. You wouldn't necessarily feel, um, good about it but I, he's just a, he was just a my co-worker you guys feel all the energy well no so i'm,
0: I'm not saying he got beef because i whatever no he literally told a story and i can't recall where where the story occurred at. so he was like dude said something wild reckless uh somewhere about his wife like they were mm-hmm. together in a situation and he said something fucked up to his wife or about his wife and he had to come on him like, man, you got to fuck one. You got to get the fuck out of here. But before you leave, make sure you go apologize. So like, whatever happened, so it made happen after the book or whatever. But it was some, it was like, like apologize, nigga, just ass kiss before you get the fuck out of here. So I okay, I can't call it. Yeah, the book is from the book is from this year, so
1: maybe. Okay, uh, so that,
0: yeah, and I wouldn't we- doubt if I heard that article. I mean that 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 that, that interview this year.
1: No, I'm saying maybe I just ain't got that far in the book. I still got three hours True. to go. I remember when I first started seeing him
2: again because, like, I was like kind of at that age where like I didn't really watch Drake and Josh. Mm-hmm. Like I'd I'd see it every now and again, but like I remember him from like the movie Snow Day and stuff. So I knew him yeah. as like the, you know the pudgy sidekick kid or whatever. And it's like after that, I didn't see that dude for a long time. And then he started showing up in vines and stuff. And that's when I saw that, like, he lost a bunch of weight and gotten kind of like ruggedly handsome.
1: You yeah. know, did you um, watch the his last meal with uh, with Josh on um, on the good mythical um, on the oh, I guess the mythical cooking channel? I think I did. I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I, that one was a while ago, though, right? It was like maybe a couple like months a year ago. ago. No, it was during this year. It was during this year. Mm. because like I do remember
2: seeing him on there I just don't remember what he made
1: um I, I forgot but I've been fucking with Josh Josh Peck for a while and not because of like it seemed like all the Nickelodeon stuff I missed you ever like like somebody and everything you like about them is the something else but you not you don't really like them for what they're famous for
2: hmm you know that's tough like i'd have to think about that
1: so like... the first time i seen him he was in this movie i think with macaulay Culkin's little brother called mean creek and he was the the little cussing little uh pudgy dude in the movie that um do we get killed in that movie like they accidentally fucking kill him or something like that like it's a pretty good movie and then later on to find out this little dude who's cussing up a storm in a movie is like, on Nickelodeon? <laughs> like, <laughs> after that? Like, then, like, I remember seeing him in the whackness, which I like. And then, like, he's... um, well, he, He's in, a, like, a bunch of movies I've seen, but I've always been too old to, to catch him on Nickelodeon.
2: Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> I feel like I missed a lot of Nickelodeon stuff where, like, those people are older... F- famous actors now or they're redoing like iCarly is back for like you know an older version of the show where they're all like doing it again or something like Mm. but i didn't see iCarly really when it was in its first run i think i was already in like my late teens early 20s at that point but i I always remember like you know the 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 meme can where she's like where she's in front of the computer with the pepsi or whatever smiling and then she recreated it like years later
1: yeah like um What's the one lady you like with the um the Sing that was on Nickelodeon?
2: With the what? Ariana
1: that Grande. You, Air, yeah, Ariana oh, Grande. Oh, the Sing. Ooh. Oh, sorry about that. Um, But, like, I didn't watch Victorious, like with Ariana Grande and, Elizabeth, like, all those people until I was, like, almost 40 years old. Like, <laughs> I was I was deep in my 30s. Yeah.
2: And what? Well, you know, the thing about all that, too, is it's like, I know this is going to sound bad. But, like, once, like, Pete Davidson starts dating people that I've been attracted to, I'm just kind of like, hmm. kind of brings it down a notch for me. I
0: just pointed out that, uh, What did y'all send me that? Maybe one of y'all sent me that. That, that motherfucker from Counting Crows was the Pete Davis of his day. They get, they say, <laughs> it was a video and it showed all the chicks chick he dated in, like, the, the 90s. And I was like, oh, yeah, you really was the Pete Davidson of your time. This, this, this person who just don't look like. He should be with these
2: the Yeah, album, that's the but. thing. It's like I'm not hating per se on uh, like I, I mean it, it sounds like I am, but like I'm really not trying to. Like Pete Davidson, if he's dating all these people and they're all into it and you know live their lives, it's cool. Like do your thing. Like somebody's gotta outkick their coverage, you know. It is what it is. But like I'm just like, how does he keep doing it? Because it, it, it's not even just like the person, it's the sheer volume at which it's happening. 'Cause it seems to be happening back to back. Like I saw like the funny thing now is like he just broke up with someone I've never heard of, but apparently she's famous too. Emily something. But then everyone else that like when they're commenting on it, it's like, oh shit. Now he's gonna go for Jenny Ortega. Wednesday,
0: Wednesday from um, the from from the Wednesday
2: show on Yeah, network. they're like keep her keep him away from Jenny Ortega, and I'm like, are you uh-huh. just are you trying to be the universe of bringing these people together by saying you want to keep them apart? I'm like, do they even know each other? I thought <laughs> I not...
0: thought I thought she was uh, you know I thought she was into ladies I thought she was a woman loving woman I didn't know she I didn't I don't know Jenny yeah.
2: Ortega's uh, I, so I I didn't know who she was before she was in Scream the one that came out earlier this year. Okay. That's what I know her from, and then obviously she she was in Wednesday. Uh, I know she's done other stuff, but it's nothing I've heard of or seen before. I looked up her Wikipedia the other day, so when I saw the whole Pete Davidson thing, I'm like, "You guys are trying to will this shit to happen. You just want to keep like talking about like him dating people. That's that's all this is now. It's yeah. like a bingo card, and you're trying to hit.
1: Yeah, that's another person that I knew from something else other than like Jenny Ortega. Like started <coughs> off in Nickelodeon and stuff like. Oh yeah, that's the little girl from you. <laughs> like, um, I know, no. I know, I'm probably the only person that watched you. Um, it's that's like the Netflix show, killer. right? Yeah, the, the Netflix serial killer show. I
2: haven't watched it, but I know what it is. It's got the dude like with curly hair, looks like the boyfriend from Full House.
1: Uh, and yet again, that's another dude who's famous for, uh, for. He was famous for being on Gossip Girl.
2: See, I never watched Gossip Girl. That was because that was the one with Blake Lively, right?
1: Yes. And like I used to read the gossip. I mean, I used to read the gossip. Not read, listen to the the gossip girl books back in the day. And then when See, they came out with a show, I'm like, okay.
2: Now, just like I liked Blake Lively when she was in uh, Accepted. Oh yeah, so, so you yeah, have the pants error. So does that make me like the Blake Lively hipster? No. I was fucking breaking like before that shit was cool. Same thing, like I like cat dennings when she was a 40-year-old virgin. Does that make me a cat dennings hipster? No, no, like
1: because like um
2: cat yeah. she was on that 55 show for a hot minute with like Bob Saget, right? Yeah, when I say 55, I mean WB or CW, whichever <laughs> you prefer. But in here, in here is 50 channel 55. Yeah,
1: you you definitely a 55 kind of cat. He's like, i keep watching. I, I did watch a lot that, of 55. I thought about that today. It was like an article uh, What that Carl Barker was talking about how he left um, Living Single. I was like, damn, I should send this to Dan. But I, I loved Living Single.
2: No I, yeah. I loved Living Single. And, like, it's funny because, you know, as a kid, I didn't think of the comparisons between, like, Friends and all that kind of shit. Those were just shows I watched. Like, the thought didn't really cross my mind that, like, they were just copies of each other and one was like quote unquote the white one and one was like the black one <laughs> i just watched them because i liked them you know
1: so you were uh tv colorblind you was like nah man it's just love all over the place i'm i don't care <laughs> <laughs> i mean it,
2: it's like a kid i didn't like i didn't think of shit like that you know i just watched like living single and martin and the jamie fox show and the waynes brothers and I watched Friends and Seinfeld and shit because, like, I like I thought they were interesting and funny. Some of the shows, like, I was attracted to some of the women. Like, I remember *Living Single*. I was all about Kim Fields. Yeah, right, she was yeah. hot as fuck when I was a kid. Yeah, like, Dude, you know, and like, and even like Queen Latifah had kind of like a uh, attractiveness about her, even though I felt like she could beat my ass.
1: I remember <laughs> when my, my brother used to do like, um, like the chat lines, and like you like, hey, what I'm looking for is a. A, a Queen Latifah type, like a Queen Latifah body type, like a tall, big mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> woman. I'm like, okay, Rubenesque. I believe is the Rubenesque. turn of phrase. But what, what's so crazy is like, <coughs> like they they try to make her look like she's like real big. She is not. Just like how um, with uh, Ashley, what's the the Ashley lady? And, I, I know you're talking about the the model. Yeah, yeah. like
2: Ashley As Benson, Ashley Graham. Graham. Yeah, why did actually been? I think I was a baseball player's
1: wife. Like totally a normal size woman, totally. <clears throat> like oh, she plus size, she'll never make it. Well, I'm, I'm normal size run, by man.
2: normal people standards, you know. But then yeah. when you go to, like the old like early '90s, late '80s, like oh man, if she got butt cheeks, she's fat. You know,
0: they was fucking up.
1: Yeah,
2: they missed out on so many attractive women with the with those fucking whack ass standards.
1: It was it was funny. I know I talked about this. I might have talked about this on the show before. But I seen like this um, these two people walking to the mall, and I seen like a, a black dude he was dressed in golf. And I seen uh, like uh the white girl he was with was dressed in golf. I'm like and I'm like I seen her walking by, I was like, Yeah, I can see why you went that why you went that way. Well. <laughs> you
2: know, scared. like in my life, like I've never I have not seen a lot of goth black dudes those guys are unicorns man
1: when i went to when i went to high school it was not a unicorn thing it was definitely like like five or six black dudes with the big ass jinko jeans and the the backpacks full of uh, <laughs> safety pins it was it was at least like like four or five of them and the fact that it was all, i mean you know four or five in high school is a lot <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, just dudes. Like it was girls too. So
2: I think too, and it, it depends on the uh, population of the school.
0: Because yeah. like
2: in my high school, there weren't a lot of black kids, and it's like the the, the black kids that I went to school with, they were kind of like more like into hip hop type music yeah. and stuff. Like there there weren't any like black juggalos in my high school, you know. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: So I guess it that would be a root beer juggalo.
2: <laughs> a <cold laughs> juggler. I mean like yo, you know, people like Fago. I'm I'm not gonna you know front on that. Like Fago's pretty good for the value. Yeah. Um, I think I think I think Fago love is universal. You don't have to be a juggalo to like Fago.
1: Yeah, I was more of a cotton club, man, but I, I I pick up what you're laying down.
2: I think that's part of why I always appreciated marks too when I was a kid, because it was like one of the places you could go get like every variety of Fago. It was like yeah, always there, yeah. It was like you got them fat daddy three liters, you know, for like ninety nine cents or whatever it was. They had they had the big caps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> always the danger to pour.
2: <laughs> you had to like you had to you had to two handed. There was no one hand in the three liter. You had to like grip it like a newborn baby when you were pouring it.
1: <laughs> those kind of um, those three liters were perfect for. Perfect for um, a man on the go. <laughs> I, I
2: took one into a movie one time. <laughs> what the fuck? I, it was Orange County. I left it behind, too. I drank, like, a, one of the liters. That I, it was a root beer one, and I left it in the second row.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's too much. That's, that's far too much root beer to try to consume. Holy smokes.
2: It All was right, cheaper look. than buying the two liters. So I was like, why would I pay more for less? <laughs> yes.
0: Let me uh, make a show like, you know, normally what we do here, so, as, as I can, you know, at least say I did it. Also, I'll put y'all that, that, that uh, uh, Josh Peckin interview yeah. in the uh, chat, and I will put it in the show notes for you listeners so you can see what I was talking about and what Ant was talking about. Stop. You're both right. Oh, my gosh. First article. It's your Ohio <laughs> article of the week. This is from Nick Evans over at Ohio Capital Journal via Scene Cleveland. In COVID's third winter, Ohio officials say biggest threat is three viruses circulating at once. Ohio's health officials are urging caution against again this winter, but entering our, th- but entering our third holiday with, season with COVID-19, the nature of those warnings is a bit different. Three at once. As Ohio's Department of Health Director Bruce Vanderhoff explained, this year the threat is multiple respiratory viruses at once. Unlike the last two winters, it's not just about COVID, he said, but the combination of COVID, influenza, and RSV, especially for those whose health is more vulnerable or have, who have not been adequately vaccinated against flu and COVID-19. RSV or respiratory t syn, o virus, that word is S-Y-N-C-Y-T-I-A-L, you can see that Y is fucking me up in the middle there. I don't know what it's doing. Maybe it's sometimes why uh, often feels like a common code for adults and otherwise and otherwise healthy children. But for infants, the elderly or the immunocompromised people, it can be dangerous. According to the CDC, RSV is the most common cause of bronchitis and pneumonia amongst kids 12 months older and younger, 12 months old and younger. Forgive me. Unlike COVID-19 and flu, RSV has no vaccine precautions and metrics as ever Vanderhoff's chief precautionary recommendations are for people feeling ill to stay home and for everyone to wash their hands regularly in situations where people must leave their house officially recommend wearing an N95 mask he also urged those who haven't gotten vaccinated for the flu or COVID-19 to do so vaccination is the safest and most dependable way to ensure that you're maximizing the cellular immunity I talked about Vanderhoff explained it gives your immune system its best opportunity to confront and beat the virus. According to the CDC, the COVID-19 community level, a statistic based on a number of hospital admissions and number of cases per 100,000 K population, is low in many Ohio counties. 12 ranks as high based on those metrics. Dr. Joe Gastaldo, Ohio Health Medical Director for Infectious Diseases, says people said people should be especially cautious in those counties. In those scenarios, regardless (coughs) of vaccination status, the recommendation is to wear a mask, he said. If you're not feeling well, wear a mask. I think especially if you have an at-risk condition or are immunocompromised, I would advise you as an infectious disease doctor to wear a mask indoors in public. The CDC more familiar community transmission metric, based on cases per 100,000 population and percentage of positive tests, remains high throughout the state. All but nine of the Ohio's 88 counties rank high for community transmission and none are low. As for RSV and the flu, Vanderhoff noted this year, both started earlier and rose more rapidly than in past years. Both viruses have receded from their peak, he explained, but remain dangerous for some populations. Just get your shots, people. That's yeah. all I'm going to tell you.
1: R- RSV, um, like before you know, the pandemic, like, um, I think my, my oldest son and my youngest son had it before. Mm-hmm. And, um, it does different, like, um, <coughs> different things in different children, but it might have been, I think you, you get it and then it goes away, but then they'll get little, um, blotches all over their body when it's over <laughs> for some kids. And it, uh, like you'll get the fever and after the fever break, you'll break out. Weirdest shit in the world. it not go away. Just you take care. I have been
0: uh I've been making a point to uh wear a mask uh, when I'm in stores and public situations again. Um, it's just because, uh, like I said, Vanessa is uh is uh as everybody knows, Vanessa has uh, rheumatoid arthritis, and a part of her treatment plan for rheumatoid arthritis invo- inv- involves a uh, a small uh, uh, dosage, but uh but uh, but nonetheless a dosage of, uh, of chemotherapy, which. Is meant to try to stay back and beat back uh, the uh, the uh, rheumatoid arthritis, but it does give her a her already you know compromised uh, immune system even more of a you know a challenge to face off with. So I try to take care and do my part and wear my mask to uh, keep keep me from sharing my spit with motherfuckers and and try to keep they spit back from me as much as I can. That's all it is, people. You're just doing your best to to, to to keep your germs to yourself when it comes to wearing masks. It's not really that I expect the mask to keep me safe from all things, but it really does keep me keep my shit off of you. And hopefully it does. As, it, it does. It's part to keep you with me. So I, I still I still be trying to do the six feet. I still try to be respectful of, you know, people giving people the, the, the distance they deserve and so forth and so on. And I don't know bye-bye, bro. It's just, you know, I do what I, I do what I've been taught and I'm so far so good. Uh, and then, well, not really, but you know, <laughs> but so far so good. In that, I I, I I've been uh trying to, you know, saying take care of business in that regard. Your other story, I'm not going to read you the whole story. I am going to give you this headline, and y'all can step on this as y'all want to, and and, and so <laughs> forth. Misogynist influencer Andrew Tate's rough week capped by Romanian rape arrest. Oh no. I saw the video of him uh getting thrown into the car. <clears throat> so y'all know Andrew Tate motherfuckers who know Andrew Tate know Andrew Tate. If you don't know Andrew Tate, man, it's he's a uh MMA fighter and a podcaster. He, he would call himself a life coach, I guess, who basically <laughs> constantly talk about you know, he he the dude, if you ever heard motherfuckers talk about like high value men and, 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 and all this other shit and and, and uh Alpha and Beta and this, that, a third, <laughs> uh, uh, men and women and shit. That's the dude. That's the one who 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 did this shit. And uh, he <laughs> was dumb enough to get into a, a, a I guess a little bit of a tete a tete with a uh, Greta Thunberg, <clears throat> just a young lady who's out there been trying to fight climate change. You
2: know, that's what can, she, is that? That's what she's famous for, right? Yeah. It's like I know I know who she is as far as like I've seen like the angry memes and I know she had the back and forth with Trump. Yeah. I didn't know if there was like anything beyond that, you know.
0: Yeah, she is. She's just a, <laughs> she as a as as a younger uh, younger woman. She was out there fighting climate change and got popular enough that the, she was invited to be able to speak at the UN at one point. And that's her. That's her shtick. She is out there speaking out for you know uh a, a, you know for trying to make climate change a serious enough topic and. His dumbass wrote to her, and then made a video to her talking about I own thirty three cars, and they use this much <laughs> gas, and blah 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 blah. Well, in the video response he made, he's sitting at a table with a pizza box on the table. Cops in Rome uh, in Romania are like, "That's a local pizza establishment. Uh, get the get the boys. So we going over there." And of course they went over there and snatched his ass up because it turns out he has warrants for him in Romania for human trafficking. What this scubby piece of shit? A human trafficker and rapist? Who would have ever thought? Everybody. Except for his fans, who is bugging out now, who is who's like, they just don't like him. Why they don't like him? Because he, he might legally be a rapist. So you know I'm saying That's so. That's crazy. Yeah. Again, I got your story. I'll throw it in your show notes and uh, it, it's there for me. But
2: that was the whole thing that I found fascinating about it. The, this story was the whole pizza box thing. Because I saw the video, I don't know if it was this morning or last night of him, because it was on Instagram. Like one of the stock accounts I follow posted the, like it was like two 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 and a half minutes or so. And they, yeah. they posted. So I, that was how I saw Because I, I don't follow this guy or whatever. But like I'm aware <laughs> of who he is. And so I saw that video. And I was like, Okay, so he's fighting the angry girl about climate change. Okay. But then, like, I don't know, it was like around like 8 o'clock, 8.30 or so. Um, I was on Twitter for a second, and I saw, like, someone retweet something. And you know how Twitter is. It's like, I never know if this shit's legit or not or whatever. And I saw it was him getting taken out of a building and thrown into a car. The car didn't look exactly like a cop car. I don't know if the cop cars in Romania are different or whatever, but it was like, uh, Andrew Tate and brother arrested for human trafficking. And I was like, What? And and then yeah. like I saw another video about a half hour later where it was like the person was talking about how the Romanian police got him because they found the pizza box. And I was like, damn, that's some internet sleuthery, man. It's like that one Netflix documentary with the cats or whatever. The cat murderer.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> or black Twitter. I saw Black Twitter having some infighting last night. Oh. What happened? What happened? So, I guess, like, you know, the 411 from what I saw was uh, someone was just like, I'm tired of these conversations of, like, if you made <laughs> dinner, would you feed your man or your kid first? Or, you know, like, like you know, th- those kinds of things. <laughs> it was like someone, and like someone listed off a bunch of them. And then it was like, people, like, get mad that the person said that, and then a bunch of people were like, I was thinking the same thing, but I didn't want to be the one to say it.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's so funny. I guess, like, Black Twitter has its own subsection of stuff because, like, none of the people I follow have conversations like that. I think yeah. them rushing bots.
2: And, and, like, I don't follow anyone that has those conversations either, but, like, the guy that I do follow that, like, Brought that tweet into my feed was like making a joke about it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, that was when I clicked on it because I didn't know what, like, what I was trying to get the joke, you know. So I clicked on the tweet he quote tweeted and then I was reading the replies and I was like, oh, I get it. Okay. I see what's going on here. Yeah. You'll oftentimes see,
0: uh, you'll see some like, like, motherfuckers just like all of a sudden just like really start getting going. And I'm like, hmm. You seem to be talking wildly reckless about things you seem to have not really have a full idea of, and your slang seems slightly off. Oh, you definitely a bot. So I just, I just, I always like I say I, I know who I ride with in these streets, man, and I know who is, uh, who is, who is faking, faking jacks. So,
1: in, in the words to... of, um, of Jay, this, this go fucker ain't one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's your news for the
0: week, man. We hand the reins of the show over to Ant Man. What's going on with you this week?
1: So, um, I guess pretty much the last couple weeks, like I've had like random days off and shit like that. And um, today, um, me and the boys went to go see um the new Puss in Boots movie. Um, it was pretty. It's pretty good to go to the movies when nobody's there, cause you got the whole road to really do what you want to do. And um, my youngest son took full advantage of that. Uh, all those seats are up. You're welcome, um, Regal Cinema. <laughs> uh, so one thing I did realize, and I wanted to get you guys' take on it. Um, has it been a product that's finally caught up to your life? There's something that you've been doing for years or where you've been living for you for years. is like finally the world has caught up to you. And I'll give you an example. <clears throat> For many, many years, I usually made my own tomato sauce. Like uh like or spaghetti sauce or pizza sauce um on my own because like to me it was it always like far too saucy or far too sweet. So usually I'll just make you know, I'll get a uh like a can of crushed tomatoes and I'll season it myself. But I've been noticing a lot lately how many different products say no sugar added and no salt added? Or I like, guess just pretty much the tomatoes and seasoning. Now, at first, it was just like one or two. Then it was like, as it's going on, there's almost every brand has a natural one or one that doesn't have sugar added. Like almost every brand has that now. So have you guys when it comes to it?
2: the When it comes to the sauces like that, I think it's better if they just release kind of a base because yeah. then it makes their product more attractive to people who want to put their own spin on it. Like if they want to make put sugar in it to make it sweeter, or and you know, like you just give them the base. They're more likely to buy your product. If the base is good because then it's multifunctional. If you just automatically put sugar in it, you're going to alienate half of your potential customer base.
1: Yeah. Um, like- go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, like I said, it was like for years and years it wasn't like that. Like you had, you had shit with meat in it already. <laughs> it was like you give me this, you got meat sauce, you got plain sauce. Which one you want? I feel like the flavored popcorn
2: stuff is becoming a little more popular. Like you know, like they did the popcorns with like the the flaming hot stuff already on the in the bag and stuff. Where like yeah. before you would have to have like have all the different powders and shit. Like to, to add it yourself, you know, I remember like being a kid and like when we would have, um, I forget, I forget how exactly it came about, but we would do like a movie, man, that was, I know I'm talking all over the place right now, but where I went to elementary school, the architecture in that building, now that I'm an older, I really mm-hmm. appreciate the way that our like quote unquote library was set up mm-hmm. because it was kind of like a giant circle in the middle of, of the, of the hallway it was like carpeted, almost like there was like it was like a mall fountain, but the fountain didn't exist. They just made it into like a sitting area. Yeah. And we used to go down there uh, every so often and watch movies like they would do the rolly cart. And we, we would go down there and they give us little bags of popcorn. Like you get like a sandwich bag with like the cheesy popcorn and they would staple shut shut and give it to us. And <laughs> I remember like a couple of times trying trying to save that shit and, and build it up like a stockpile. because my dumb didn't realize food expires, you know. <laughs> And uh, I remember like that. That was where I saw like um, uh, the Ralph on the motorcycle and stuff like those kind of movies. Oh and, uh, well,
1: yeah, uh, Motorcycle Ralph. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, the popcorn thing, man. Like cause I remember like being a kid. It was like you had buttered, and then like you would get like to get variety. You usually had to get like the the tins to get like the mm-hmm. caramel and the cheese and shit. But now it's like man, it's like they got everything in a fucking bag, like kettle corn and. With the flaming hot and with with lemon and, and all kinds of shit, you know.
1: I just got a clearance um, can of popcorn. Um, I guess just the other day because it was uh, from Christmas, and the boys were arguing about like butter's better. No, the cheddar better. <laughs> no, the the, um, the crispy one, the caramel one. They they, they they were you know everything is a is a competition.
2: I think like it, when I was a kid, it, the caramel always went first, then the cheese went second, and then everyone ate the butter after, it, but not begrudgingly. But that was just the third pr- rung of the totem pole. You know, it was like it was a different experience because the, the 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 caramel was sweet and, and crunchy, the cheese had the, the like the the Doritos kind of vibe about it, and yeah. then the butter one was always just super salty and savory.
1: Yeah. When we were leaving the movies today, they had a um, a poster for the Cheetos popcorn that they sell at the movie theater now. Which is like, um, I think I had it like one time, and uh, it was it was pretty delicious. Cheetos is like on
2: everything, man. They they got commercials with. um, uh, What's the dude who sings Return of the Mac? Uh, Uh, Mark Mark Morris. Yeah, Mark Morrison, like who I thought was also in jail, <laughs> but I uh, he, he they advertised like uh, um, Cheetos Mac and Cheese or something.
0: Return of the Mac. Yeah, that makes perfect sense.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Once
0: again, been, I hope he getting paid. I mean, well, clearly he's in a commercial. He get at least you know commercial. He may not be getting money for the song, but
2: man, I saw an article earlier um, that julio had 10 kids and that they're like he didn't have a will so they're splitting his estate and that he had like three hundred thousand dollars to his name or some shit which when i saw that i was like damn man like i wish you would had more in in your life like that that is a that
0: makes sense to me again you know we are we do music shit here uh tommy boy being the label that i know he was on just known to fuck their have to fuck their artists <laughs> over, so as yeah, popular man, like, as his songs was,
2: he was he everywhere when I was a kid in the nineties.
0: Yeah, and and probably and probably and, and they probably would swear but now He still hasn't recouped, even though you know, it's clear that they, that that that, them, that song made millions and millions of dollars.
2: Yeah, Gangster's Paradise" is one of the biggest
0: soundtrack songs of all time, of course. But they'll be like, well, you know, most of it had to go to Stevie Wonder. You know, pay for that sample. And so they'll be like, "Oh, well okay because we had to pay for that sample where you know say you never recoup Coolio, also that money stays with us." It's terrible. The music industry is on some is, is is treacherous as fuck, man.
2: Yeah, I know like over here like saying, "Oh, you only had 300k." Like I I would be like, "Man, I wish I had 300k." Sure. But just I, it's like I respect the success that his music career was when I was a kid. Like I can't speak to what he did or later in life, you know, like my guess is like Maybe did some of those like uh retro summer tours with a bunch of other artists and shit, mm-hmm. but like I know he was like a chef, and you know it's oh, just man. like <clears throat> I guess like I just wish that he had had more monetary success in the end, you know, even though I consider his career for me a success,
1: yeah, yeah, his show was um uh, one of the the early YouTube shows um or I think I used to get it like directly from his website that like I was able to finagle to watch at work. Uh <laughs> like that they uh that they didn't have that site blocked and um it was a pretty it was pretty funny show. I
2: remember how happy I was back in the day when I found that they didn't block like radios that like stations that streamed so yeah. I was able to still listen to like music and shit like on the company computer even though they blocked YouTube
0: in in other news i have no idea uh what uh, I'm, uh what i what i have no idea what the the world has invented that they just caught
1: up to me uh something <laughs> hey, to to me it's a, it's something that's regressing that um it's that's yes, um like when i go out to eat there's less and less turkey burgers on the menu that's a regression that we're going through like instead of doing turkey they're doing a lot uh a lot of more veggie burgers and stuff like that yeah um so that's a regression to the world. Something that's making me sad. <laughs> As I just had chicken burgers for dinner tonight, I got them from Giant Eagle.
0: They were delicious. Uh, expensive. Not even a lot of you. They was pricey, but they was they was fantastic. Uh, a good chicken burger can't go ham. It's
1: like, yeah. The way it cooks up is nice. You know what I'm saying? Cook up some. But see, that's the thing, though. Back back a couple years ago, people are actually making and forming uh, the turkey burgers. Like you yeah. go out to a restaurant right now, it's definitely a frozen turkey burger and it's not good. Yeah. I went to uh, Red Robin, that was probably one of the worst burgers um I had in a long time. Like I feel like the what's the um the impossible whopper tastes better than that. Like it tastes more better and fresher than that. Um ugh, man, it's 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 kind of sad. <laughs>
2: Do you think it's like a lack of um, desire from the consumer, or do yeah. you think it's like a supply thing?
1: I think it's a lot a lack of desire from a consumer because it's like like you that used to be the the uh, like oh you're not going to eat a beef burger, Well, your second <laughs> option is we have turkey, or, or like they'll have a black bean. But it's like now that there's an impossible burger, and um, it's probably cheaper to. Um, cheaper to 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 manufacture a, a turkey burger and i mean i'm sorry not a turkey burger uh impossible whopper or burger like mm-hmm. they're not gonna carry it no more it's like this thing could probably be, i don't is I, I would have to look that up like is the self the shelf life of a um of a veggie burger longer than the turkey burger when it's the second option probably so
2: yeah, my, my assumption would be, like, I know I can keep, like, frozen veggies in the freezer for a long-ass time. They still, like, heat up just fine. But if I leave, like, frozen meat in there for a couple months, that shit starts to rapidly de- degrade. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: Suffering from freezer burn and the like. Yeah. Hmm.
2: I wonder what freezer burn would be like on a veggie patty. I think that I
0: can't season through.
2: <laughs>
0: hit that bitch with some Lowry. you'll be alright <laughs> just push your way through it man uh, how many movies have you taken the boys to I mean is that something y'all regularly do that y'all, y'all, y'all been in the theater on a, on a regular like that
1: that might be maybe that was like I think the second time it was only me and them okay um, I think we've been to the movies like together at like total as a family maybe like four or five times. Like, we, like we don't go to the movie. Like anytime it's a Marvel movie, like uh, my partner and I will go. Yeah, but like as far as like with the kids, it's like we have Disney Plus. <laughs> we have like most of the stuff. Like just just wait a couple weeks. It's gonna be on that or um you know it's very rarely they'll like um so when we seen the the trailers today they was really pumped about the, the mario movie it was like uh yeah we gotta see i want to say that because they play mario kart they they know mario when they seen the um the spider-man trailer they they liked it um uh, but um they didn't they weren't like oh yeah i gotta see into the spider-verse
2: part Two. Uh, I mean, to be fair, too. There's also so much happening in that trailer, and yeah. it's hard a little bit to like kind of wrap your head around it. You know, yeah.
1: Like uh, Mario getting smacked by a monkey is like real straightforward. <laughs> like we want to see this monkey smack Mario, <laughs> but it like it's it's not really often. So um, hopefully, as they get older, because um we talked about it at dinner time today, like. I can't wait to watch like Step Brothers and RoboCop and like stuff like that with um with the boys. Like um I try Netflix has um this series of um shows about um how movies were made or something like that or the movies that made us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um one of the um episodes is um Nightmare Before Christmas. My oldest son loves Nightmare Before Christmas, Um, and I can't stand that movie. But I know he, I know he likes it. So I'm always like, "Oh yeah, they got this and they got that," and I try to show him the um, like that episode. And um, so they're talking about, you know, like, um, wasn't there some
2: controversy in that and that like? Tim Burton's name got put on the movie but like he barely did anything for it.
0: Yeah, it's uh I forgot the guy who did it, but uh he's also the guy who did uh, James the Giant Peach. Um what is yeah. his
1: name? Oh Man, my I, gosh. We hadn't I hadn't got that far in the movie, but um so the day before we watched this, I'm like, "Hey, you want to watch Pee-wee's Big Adventure with me?" He said, "That's a hard no, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch this shit. And then when we like we start, you know, watching this show a little bit, which he didn't want to watch this show either. Um, I was like, oh yeah, that's he was like, that's the movie you tried to get me to watch the other day. I'm like, yeah, he's like, can we watch it now? I'm like, maybe
0: later. Henry Selick is the one okay. who actually di- produced, directed that shit, and so on and so on. But they 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 knew putting. Burton's name on it, especially after Batman. You know, what I'm saying Batman, uh, uh, and Batman Returns, that, that shit would just get some shine, and it did. But now everybody always thinks, oh, so that's a Tim Burton
1: joint. He's like, no Tim, no, he had very little to do with that. And like, did he he created the character back when he still worked for Disney? And I guess that was was it the only way that he could um that they could kind of steal his not steal his stuff, but like take the creative license of it or something like that.
0: Let's see. It's produced and conceived by Tim Burton, it tells the story of Jack Skellington, the King of Halloween, who stumbles into the Christmas Town. Danny Elfman wrote the score. The partial voice cast originated as a in a poem written by Burton in eighty two, and that's when he was working for Disney. That's why. So, like the the what is that the VR that Facebook makes now, Oculus Quest. The guy who basically invented that, or at least kind of got the party started, not Palmer Lucky though, the the one guy, but uh, John Carmack. Mm-hmm. At the time when he was basically uh, like coming with the ideals for how VR, his, his little sprinkle, his little portion of the program, he worked for a company called Id Software. Id Software, by way of uh, uh, Z, what was the name of that movie? Zenimax was the name of the company that owned its software end up suing Facebook was like that motherfucker worked for us at that point in time We of course are into software development and, and so forth and so on That shit is ours. Fuck you pay me and they had to license it from them because he worked for them at the time So this is probably a similar situation like, like you said you came up with this idea while you work for us that make it our idea That's especially if you was on the clock when you came up with it. You know what I'm saying? So that's how probably how that all worked out. So yeah, it's a Tim, it's a, it's a Tim Burton situation, Concept. but it's 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 a Henry Selick fucking joint, and, and Henry Selick has done all kinds of stuff in the stop motion of vein
2: since then. So, man, that was uh, Anthony doesn't know this, but when I took T's Christmas gift last week, mm-hmm. the bag I took it in was a Nightmare Before Christmas bag. If I, I, I just went with that because I thought that Vanessa would have wanted the bag. I didn't know that your your son would have wanted the bag too. It it, it, it is uh it is
0: of course hanging in my closet right now. But don't worry, we can make shit happen. Cause 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 uh, that's a, that's
2: the easy little pass yeah. off. Because I can tell you this, like your stuff's in a bag that's like that, but it ain't Nightmare Before Christmas, <laughs> and it ain't nothing that your kids are gonna
1: care about. I don't think it's Frozen too. Oh uh, well, no. It, um... <laughs> My my youngest son Emory loves Frozen too. Well he likes right, Frozen period. But all right, well then he's got a
2: frozen bag coming his way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh anything else say No, I can I can pass the baton.
0: Indeed, we indeed, indeed we do pass it over to young Daniel Breath, What's the good word, man? Oh uh, yo, uh well you know what go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We'll 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 keep coming back around.
2: Go ahead. Go on, (laughs) dude. Okay. Uh, So I went and uh, visited my family for Christmas last week. This is what I want to talk about. So good. Thank you for that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So I have been kind of like a homebody, and I haven't spent a lot of time with my family since I left the homestead uh, after high school. And so it's like there were a lot of years there where, like, I didn't see anybody. We didn't talk to each other. And um, I think as we've gotten older and, you know, my dad died like three times, as he likes to remind everybody. I think, like, there's a desire there for my family to do more stuff together. And this Christmas made me kind of realize just how close I could be to, like, quote like in a, in a roundabout way like being alone as far as like everyone from my dad's side of my family other than my sister and her her fiance was at my cousin's the other day and there was only like a handful of us it was me my stepmom my dad my one of my brothers <clears> my <throat> other sister uh my cousin and her dad my uncle that's it that's all of us that are left here Like, my grandparents are gone. My other two uncles and my aunt live out of state. You know, my cousins live out of state. Like, they didn't grow up here. They were born in other places. So, it's like, my uncle's in his 60s now. You know, my dad's in his early 50s, well, approaching his mid-50s. Um, You know, he's had, you know, he's legitimately been dead a couple times. Like, I'm not just saying that shit. Like, medically, my dad was dead. My stepmom's health you know she's a older lady you' know, has had weight problems like you know most of the time I've been alive so you know she she has aches and pains and shit and it's like <clears throat> my siblings all we all have our own things and it's like um, you start to to look around and like as more people pass away in your life you kind of like realize that you truly do need to capitalize on the time that you have with the people in your life. Before they're gone, too. Like, um, losing my grandmothers, and I know some people might think this is funny, but losing your animals and stuff, like, the last two years has been pretty fucking hard, and when I was with my family the other night, like, I was happy to be there, even though getting there was, like, fucking crazy, because it was, like, negative five here, and um, the roads were a little choppy, but it wasn't too bad, but... My cousin lives in, like, a townhouse, and, like, the signage on those things is terrible. <laughs> and, like, I'd only been there one time. Like, I've been there, like, I went there for Thanksgiving last year. and So so it's, like, I'm trying to navigate to find a building that all, looks like all the other buildings around it. And, like, it's, like, you know, there's more than one home in the buildings, I think. I think, like, they're, like, multi... Family, yeah, 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 so it's like I'm trying to find one unit amongst buildings that all look the same. What everything's covered in snow, and it's negative five degrees outside, and the wind's like whipping around. And so, I ended up walking down like a driveway because I, I got when I remember going last year, I remember like parking at the other end of the street, walking down like a driveway and hanging a left and it being like kind of in the back. So when I went there this time, there was a driveway on the other end of the complex. I'm like, all right, cool. I remember I had to walk down this way last time. So maybe if I just cut down this way, it'll be a shortcut and I can get to this building. So I walk down the driveway and I get to where like I think her house is at and like I can see it. But there's no fucking sidewalk. And if there was one, it's buried under snow. But I don't think there was a sidewalk there. So, what I ended up doing, because I didn't feel like walking all the way back around, I cut through some people's yards. I <laughs> walked through someone's back, quote-unquote backyard, and then I walked down a snow hill, and I got there. It was it ended up being the right house, thankfully, because I did not want to do that shit again. Well, I did on the way out, but I didn't want to have to yeah. do it again, and then again, and then
1: again, you know? Yeah, so, I was about uh, to say, how, how was the trip back to your car if you had to go through... Um, like over it, was, a through the
2: woods. it wasn't so bad because like, I knew the destination and how to, how to get there at that point. Okay. It was the uncertainty of not being sure that that was the right building that I was walking through those yards to get to the first time. That was the trouble because I didn't want to go through all that and then have it be wrong. <laughs> because it's like, I didn't want a bunch of people to like, who's this fucking stranger walking through all our yards? And then two, it was super cold and like I mean, it's no secret. I put on a bunch I put a bunch of weight back on during COVID. My wardrobe is at this moment not extensive. I was in jeans and a hoodie. Because I didn't think I had to go very far. And I'm like, you know, I can tough it out for a minute. So if I had to go beyond that, I wasn't mentally prepared for that cold because that was the kind of cold that when I was walking and like the from from the car to the to the house was only like a minute walk. It wasn't very far. I could feel the nose hairs in my nose tightening up and freezing. It was that cold outside, you know? So I, I, I get there and, like, I was the first one there. Like, my parents had texted me earlier in the day and told me they were going to be there around 6. So I got there around 6, and um, it was just my uh, uncle and my cousin there. And uh, I know, we were talking for a little bit, and... Um, I learned, like, I learned something about my cousin that night, too, because, like, I don't know if it was so much her anxieties or maybe it's the way that I phrase questions. But, like, I was sitting at the table with my dad and I went to blow my nose in a napkin. And when I blew my nose in the napkin, the napkin smelled like potpourri. Oh. And I was like, hey, cousin, are these your napkins? And she goes, yeah, why? And I'm like. Are they scented or something? And, like, I think she thought she was getting super defensive. Like, she thought I was, like, trying to set her up for something. Yeah. And, I, and like, I'm, like, I could feel it, you know. And I'm, like, hey, I'm not trying to bag on you. I'm, like, I literally just was blowing my nose in these napkins. And they smell like fruit or, or potpourri or something. So I was just curious if you bought scented napkins because I didn't know that was a thing, if it was a thing, you know. Yeah. I guess that could be something that we could be on the new way for, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but then she started telling us about like, um, you know, some of the, those, that's one of the things she struggles with is like, you know, feeling attacked when she's not being attacked and, you know, stuff like that. So like, you it was like, we were having a conversation about that. And then I asked her about her Christmas tree. Cause she has like her, her Christmas tree, with, like a bunch of ornaments on it. And so I was asking her like the story behind all that stuff. And, my dad, um, it's funny, like, my dad can't help himself. Everything becomes, like, a conversation about government conspiracies and the fall of, like, the economy and stuff. And I'm just like, man, I'm just trying to sit here and have dinner and enjoy everyone's company. I'm not trying to talk about the fall of the American dollar. <laughs> but, you know, he can't help himself. But that's the other thing, too, that I've like, I've come to learn. It's like, I, as I've gotten older... I appreciate more of when I of how when I was a kid my family took care of me as far as like providing for me, you know, making sure I had like a place to live and food and like I guess like I was loved but like, you know, not in the way that you would see on TV and shit, you know, but like I was still loved. And now as I'm older and it's like my dad saying shit to me about like how he's like putting, like, gold and silver away for all of us, like, his kids, you know? It's, like, he's trying to take care of us in his own way, preparing for, like, a time when he won't be here anymore. Yeah. And it's both, like, beautiful and sad, but also, like, it's weird for me because, like, ever since I left home, I you know, like, I have friends that, like, help me out and and, and do stuff with me and, and for me and whatnot, and, like, I appreciate that. But, like, Beyond like my mom like bringing me some towels that I really don't want or something like that, <laughs> which doesn't really happen anymore anyways. Ever since she got grandkids, but it's like it, I've I've always been kind of envious. Like uh, and my grandma was like this for me was like she was the person that would like help me get stuff or or you know do things to like make sure I progress as a person or whatever. But um, it's like you you get you can't help but be jealous of other people, um. Like it's like when they buy a house and their parents are just like, Oh, here's twenty thousand dollars for your down payment or oh, you need a car? Here's a car or or whatever. You know, it's like it's like I've just been doing that shit on my own since I left home and you know I, I'm not bitter about it, but like it's weird for me, like now when it's like, you know, I hear my dad saying shit like that and it's like that's nice, man. Like, you know, I didn't think I'd have any of that. Cause I haven't had like that really up to this point. I've just been yeah. out here winging it. And, uh, it, um, my, my stepmom said something to me again about like, we need to get together more. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'd like that. Like, um, maybe people come over my house and have like dinner or watch a movie or something. Like I just, you get older and like, Being independent and stuff is is fine and everything, and, like, not having, like, kids and stuff has its advantages, but also has its disadvantages. Like, at times, like, there's just nights where, like, you don't got anything planned, and then before you know it, you're just alone without anything going on. And, like, then you rack up enough days of that, like, in a row, and you start to be like, man, what the fuck am I doing? You know, like, um, there are days where, like, I'm like, I don't – I'm like – I don't feel 37, like, my body aches feel 37, but, like, my mentality, it's, like, I'm, like, is, I don't know if it's just me, or if it's, like, a product of our generation, or what, but it's, like, I'm I'm laying on the couch the other night watching Top Gun, and I'm, like, I feel like I'm laying on the couch weird, you know, and I'm, like, is this how an adult lays on the couch, or, like,
1: (laughs) is this what an adult should be
2: doing? You because know, I I, I, when I think she liked that. I think it's like there's like this Jenny Slate quote that I saw like online from a movie where she's just like, "Can I tell you a secret? We're all just kind of winging it out here. No one knows what we're doing. No one knows what to do." You know, and I'm just yeah. like, "Am I winging it good enough? You know, like, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, did I make the right decisions? Like, I don't know if like this is just like me being paranoid because the world right now is real tough, or like, are these just normal questions people in their middle ages?" are their middle years start asking themselves. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've done okay, but like, it is, is, am I okay? Am I want, like, it's, it's a lot of fucking anxiety. And I feel like this all, a lot of this comes up around the holidays mm-hmm. and, uh, I can see how, you know, some people struggle with this because it going home and seeing your family is awesome for some people, but then some, for some people they dread the perceived judgment that may or may not exist. And it, it can make it tough, and um, I guess for me, it's like I'm not dreading judgment, but like I'm dreading being alone. And I think like my family wants to be around more, so I think like I'm okay with that, and I want that too. But You're, it took me a long it took me a long time to get to that point. You've you've gotten to an age where you are
0: like, let me open myself up a bit more to the love of the people in my life and that's just, that's just growing up. You just come to this point in your, in, in your, in your life. You're like, okay, let me go ahead and just be a little more open to uh, what's, what's coming my way. Oftentimes you have said you, you want to get this and that and this together before you do anything else. And I just feel like mm, we ain't got time for that no more. It's just time. man. It's a good time to go ahead and just be, Let's go ahead and live out, get out here and live because
2: it ain't. It, we
0: only got so much, you know what I'm saying, it before it's all just snatched away from us,
2: yeah. So the, it was like today, like I, uh, I do have one more thing I got to talk about. Go ahead, cook the, on, man. For, man. The, for the Christmas thing, before I, I, I move off of it, and it's just you guys are going to find this funny, and I found it funny in the moment. So last year, my brother. Uh, didn't know what to get me for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And he gave mm-hmm. me um, Aladdin on Blu-ray, not the cartoon, the one with Will Smith. Yeah. And I guess like when he gave it to me after he said, like oh, I didn't know what to get you, I was trying to make him feel better. So I said something to the effect of like, oh, you could have bought me porn and I would have been happy with it. <laughs> well, wouldn't you know it, he took those words to heart. And Literally. this year, he gave me two porn magazines. Oh, magazine! That was my that was my oh, Christmas sure. gift. He gave me some nudie mags. When was the last time you had paper porn? I have not had physical media porn since like two thousand three. <laughs> my it, brother, it my
1: plastic?
2: Uh the ones I had in two thousand three. No, they were used, <laughs> which sounds funny. But so when I turned eighteen, and, and we went to that strip club. In front of the strip club was a porn shop, and we went in there. And my buddy bought me the um, Sable Playboy, and it was like a two pack, and like because I guess they repackaged it or whatever. I don't. They they it wasn't like nude stand, you know, where it comes in the plastic. It was like in some sort of like makeshift two pack that the store sold. So mm-hmm. I had those two magazines. That were in the bottom of my dresser. And then when I moved out, I didn't take them with me. I just took some stuff. Then when my parents brought all my shit over to my mom's, the magazines were gone. They, they disposed of them. I never got them back. So I had one porn tape, which I had, like, recorded, like, Cinemax-type scenes onto. They had, like, uh, Hot Springs, a couple episodes of Hot Springs Hotel. And um, <laughs> I think, like, Fat Beach. If I'm being uh, honest, I think Fat Beach was on there. And uh, so that was it. That was all I had for like physical media. I actually, I might have had a floppy disk too. They had like so the, the Sable pictures. On. That on That's how old school I am with my porn game. And uh, I made the mistake one time of printing out one of the pictures and my grandma found it. Oh, no. But uh, she, she, was, she was cool about it. But yeah, that that's the extent of the physical media of pornography I've ever had in my life. And so I opened this in front of my whole family and I'm looking at it and I'm just like, well, you know, when you hand someone hands you a, a package and you're trying to guess what's in it. So he hands it to me and I'm like, Oh, it's like a book or a magazine or something. <laughs> so then I open it and I see it and I'm just like, uh, and that's when he tells me what I said. And I'm like, you know what? That does sound like something I would have said. <laughs> and, uh, I go, so like, do you want me to like report back to you on what I think? <laughs> Or, or how that how it goes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I have two unopened porn magazines in my bedroom closet right now.
1: Uh, okay, so uh, what 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 was the um what, what was the the subject matter
2: of the magazines? Mm-hmm. So it, I haven't opened know, them. They're still in the big, plastic, big cans or you know <laughs> you know. Okay. I, I literally don't know. Like. Um, they're, they had, they're in plastic. Like he bought them at a gas station and they had to like, you oh. know, put the, the covering over the front. So like people can't see it from the newsstand. Mm. So like, I literally don't know. Cause I haven't taken them out of the plastic.
0: You got, you got to just put them on the coffee table <laughs> and leave them there.
2: Well, that's the thing too. Like my buddies know, cause I, I showed them uh, the next day. Yeah. So it's like, it's not a secret that they're here. Um, you know, it was funny when I, when I, uh, lived at, um, my one buddy's house, uh, back in the day. It was actually the the house I I uh, was at when um, around the time I first met you guys, and um, there was a running gag going between all of us there at the house for a minute where there was a porn magazine and we were taking turns hiding it in someone's room. I recall this. <laughs> I recall this. Yes. Yes. That that was it's that it's fun. It. Um, but yeah. So I got I got a porn, mag- porn magazine. porn so, magazines. Um, I'll, I'll have to open those up and let you guys know what's inside.
1: I, um, I, rem- I remember like when I was a little kid, it was always like certain <clears throat> like granddads or uncles, like, okay, you can't go in his basement <laughs> or his living room because he was the one who had the, the, his, ah, his porno out. And he was like, I'm not putting away for no kids. Fuck them kids. It's Playboys and hustlers and, and, and black tails on that, on in that, <laughs> in that corner of the house. We had to just we had to sit on the plastic, which uh, in hindsight I guess this shit should have plastic on it. But um, <laughs> it's like we would have to sit in the other living room because we couldn't go into the man room because or the basement because that's where the porno was and they, they didn't put it away. Okay. I don't
2: know if I if I ever talked about this before, but when I when I lived at my dad's house back in high school, I knew where he kept his porn in his dresser, mm-hmm. and whenever I, when I came home every day. There was always about like a half hour window between when I got home and when somebody else may have gotten home, like my siblings like from school or something, because after at one point they were walking themselves home like in a group. So like I knew that like if I made the, the time right, I had enough time to go into the dresser, grab the magazine, do what I needed to do, and then put the magazine back where I found it before anyone got home. And so like, oh my God, he's Jason Bourne. <laughs> yeah, I was the Jason Bourne of porn mags. <laughs> J- oh, my God, he's Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, I guess this is the first time I've ever said it. I used my dad's porn magazines in high school to jerk off.
1: What, what Now, what was his flavor of um, of magazine? So he only had, like, two,
2: and I always used the same one because it was like you know my style of woman like a latina with darker hair and you know so maybe uh my dad helped push me down that road hmm. <laughs> but um you know like that that was that was what was in 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 those pictorials i remember like reading the comics too like it was like cuz well, i was curious about the magazines you know it's not like there wasn't like a, st- a steady stream of them, and you could only like look at the same thing so much before you got curious what else was in there. So, I've come
1: um, now, it's time to laugh.
2: Yeah, it's like I've come now. I got to learn a little bit, you know. Re- <laughs> read about you know, what other people g- are going through and learn a little bit.
1: I've come um, now. I can learn about the nineteen
2: ninety six Florida Explorer. <laughs> 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 well, you, know, you get that post not clarity, and you are like, oh man, I've got ten more minutes before they come home. Let me let me read the the articles um I, I i am thankful I'm thankful that I've grown up in an age where like porn is accessible but like like as it is but it's also sometimes a it's, it's, it's too powerful hmm like no it's
1: just it's, it's too it's far too much too, it has it, too much of a hold on me yeah it's it, in this day and age it's it's pretty not. It's it's funny. Is like you could be naturally curious about a person on the internet, and then five minutes later, you see a penis in their mouth.
2: Yeah, it's it's too much power sometimes, yeah. and th- there's also sometimes too much bleed over. Hmm. And I say that because like I was on like a work Zoom meeting a couple weeks ago, and I got a text message from a buddy. And so I was, like, clicking the text message to read what he said while we were in the meeting. And naturally, like, I had, like, a Reddit notification and something else going on. And it's, like, no one ever remembers if their volume is up on their phone. And, like, nothing happened. I'm I'm not saying anything happened. But I'm just saying in my mind I got freaked out because something could have happened. You Mm -hmm. know? And it's, like, I don't want to be known as that guy or something happened because something stupid. Because, like... People send people shit all the time. Like, I'm in multiple group chats. I can't be, I'm not in control of what other people send to me all the time. And it's like, I've had stuff that Reddit pushed to me that I wasn't a part of, that like, I saw stuff that I'd never seen before, you know, that like, if I pulled that up in a Zoom meeting, it wouldn't have been good. But Reddit be like, are you, do you want to look at this? And I'm just like, Reddit, I didn't ask for that. (laughs) Yeah. Reddit sends me notifications all the time for for shit that like I don't I don't even I don't even write on Reddit. I don't think I've ever commented on anything on Reddit ever. Like if I have, it's like one time. So it's like they be they be pushing me shit all the time based on my like my Google searches and stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, like um, anything I follow on Reddit, I I I mute it because like. Just because I want, um, you know, you know, green tea one day don't mean I want green peach tea the next day. <laughs> like, hey, uh, you don't tell me what I want. I get what I want when I want it.
2: Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to be like that lawyer, like in the media. and like I'm a cat. I didn't want people to, like hearing Modin coming out of my my fucking microphone. You know, like
1: yeah. I'm not.
2: I swear I'm not trying to watch it. It just popped up on its own. <laughs> it's like the one time I'm not muted on the Zoom and I'm not my volume's not on my phone. Like it's like I don't want that in my life. You know. Yeah. But I did get out of the house a little bit today. I um, went to the post office, dropped off a couple eBay sales, dropped off the mortgage check. Then I went to Giant Eagle. And I haven't been inside of a Giant Eagle in quite some time, like at least a year. I remember going... Last time I was in Giant Eagle, it was like a one-way street. Like you couldn't go down certain aisles, certain ways and shit. Yeah, I recall. (laughs) So... um. I only had to grab one thing. I was grabbing salad for my buddy. So um, luckily the salads and shit's like right near the the entrance. So I just walked up to the salads, grabbed that, and then it went to the checkout line. But um, I had to like remember how to interact with people because like the lady in front of me in the line, I only, like I said, I had the one thing. I went to the express section. She was like buying wine. And um, in a way where like she was talking to the lady like she doesn't talk to a lot of people. Like, like she was happy for inter- human interaction, you know, and um, to being a, to being chatty and and friendly with the lady, and then sh- she finished up, and then she rang me out for the salad, and uh, I went to leave, and like I guess like that lady was like putting shit away in her purse or whatever, so she was kind of like. Not, she didn't she didn't leave the store, you know, right away. So as I was trying to go, she kind of like almost cut me off with her shopping cart as like somebody else was coming into the through the entrance. So I got kind of like sandwiched. And so she was like trying to make conversation with me. I'm like, "Oh, it's all good. I no, no harm, no foul." and I left. But um it's just like a taste of getting out there again, you know, out there like reassimilating with the world cuz like I've had bowling league now, and, like, I bowled last week, I bowled this week, and I bowled next week, which, like, for me is rare because I'm technically part-time in this league. So, it's, like, the last, like, couple weeks I've – I was telling T earlier, like, I I don't don't know if, like, you – I think you were grabbing water, that, like, the seasonal depression shit's been hitting me, and I've been trying my damnedest to, like, not let it overtake me. So, I've been, like – not, like, instantly saying no when necessarily when people suggest things. And, like, I've been looking forward to, like, getting out of the house for bowling again. Like, it's nice being active and getting a taste of, like, what I used to have, you know, before the world went to hell. And, like, going to a store just walking around for a minute. It's like, you forget what it's like to be a normal person when you, like, isolate yourself to the degree that I have. So, it's, uh... It's helping some, but, like, I miss the sunlight being up until, like, 8, 9 in the evening. Like, getting dark at 4 is fucking depressing, and it's like I'm trying everything I can to not let it overwhelm me, but it is hard.
1: Yeah, so I guess starting two weeks ago now – oh, no, even two weeks ago, um, nine days ago, like, we're on the other side of that, and I noticed that, like, it was, like, 4.52 (laughs) and it wasn't pitch black already. So like we're we're gaining like a couple minutes a day of um, daylight so hopefully you can start feeling a little bit better with us like like every day now we gain more and more daylight um mm-hmm. like I, I noticed it right away because it was 452 and I'm like, oh it ain't it ain't uh completely dark right now. so hopefully um you know it's it's you know spring is gonna come up soon. You know, maybe we can start doing more things together. And, uh, man, I, I do miss certain the, – the two things I miss about the office is, like, me being able to be Anthony <laughs> uh, and, like, hanging out with two guys. Um, like, my partner um, asked me that I want to go to her aunt's um, brunch thing in this downtown I'm like I don't like going downtown. It makes me sad. Um, like just seeing all the stuff not being there no more, and like, um, just stuff like we like we used to do. Or, I mean, it was a long time coming, but still, mm-hmm. uh, I equated it to being like seeing an ex smoking crack. It's like. <laughs>
2: I think that was another reason why I didn't really want to go walking around when I was down there for jury duty. Because it's like, you know, it's never going to be like it was, you yeah. know. And so it's like, you know, can't look back in that regard, you know. And it's not like you guys were there when I was doing jury duty. So, you know, <laughs> walking around, go looking at all the places that don't exist anymore. It's like, that doesn't sound like fun. That sounds depressing.
0: <laughs> yeah. You deal with a team, though, and be like, yo, remember what was here? It becomes yeah. a little more. It becomes a little less depressing.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, the government didn't give us all jury duty at one time. <laughs> um, like I've only had jury duty. Like they call, like I had to call a number a couple times, mm. and, but they, I've never gotten it. I mentioned that to my
2: family when we were together for Christmas. I was like, because I, I told them I had to do jury duty the week before. They're like, oh, you had to do jury duty. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, for the fourth fucking time. I'm like, I know people who are like in their like 60s at work or so they ain't never had it. And I've, I'm in my mid 30s. Well, I'm approach. I'm in the 75% of my 30s. And I'm like, I've done this shit four times now. I'm like, the numbers just don't seem right. I'm like, this math ain't mathing.
1: So, what well, I, I I forgot to mention, like, we have to start talking um, is like, when you give like the DA any kind of feedback or something like that, it's almost like they're, they're like, oh, man, this dude's cool. We're going to try to get him again to come down and help us because, like, you did such a good job. He, they said they love feedback so much that um, that they, uh, they encourage it and a lot of people don't give it back. And you were probably one of the dudes that gave them some positive feedback.
2: Well, damn me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be cool if I don't have to do it again, like, in my lifetime. And that's only because like I said like last week, like the stress that the PTSD of like wondering if the people that you put away are ever gonna come for you, like that shit exists. I
1: uh, Yeah, because I'm sure it's not hard to figure out who you are if you were on their jury. Especially when I knew some of the people that knew them. Hmm.
2: Well, I know one of the people that knew them. Like, I don't know if they were a family member or a friend, but like, you know, it's like I, I worked with that person. I was their superior. So it's like, you know, they knew who I was and they I knew who they were. And so it's like I can't imagine that they wouldn't have had a conversation, like, oh, he, it's this motherfucker. He and if all the people ready. that text me trying to find ask me if I'll sell my home could find my phone number, I'm sure other people could find my number too. Yeah. Sadly. I get that shit all the time. Like, hey, is this Dan? Would you like to sell your home at blah, blah, blah address? Please let us know. (laughs) Text stop to end these messages. I'm like, you just try to see if this is a real number. You ain't ain't not going to stop nothing.
1: (laughs) I can't stop.
2: Texting me all the time from these fake Google numbers. Man, I know T saw this tweet the other day. I know this is unrelated to the whole story I just told, but (laughs) someone in China is trying to get into my steam account, which I didn't even remember that I had a steam account because that tells you how long ago that I started the steam account. So every morning I wake up to like four to five emails where it's like someone's trying to do the, the forgot password or the, the, the login thing where it asks for a pin that only it sends it to the email. But because like, my email password is the only thing that uses that password. It's not possible for anyone to have that password because I've never told it to anybody. I've never put it anywhere else. They can't get into my email to retrieve the pin. So every day someone in China tries their damnedest to get into the Steam account that doesn't have anything on it. <laughs> what is Steam?
0: It's a PC uh, 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 application for buying video games. It's where hmm. uh, most people who buy their video games get their games from. And,
1: Interesting.
0: Uh, yeah, like I like I have a, I have I have a Steam account with a uh, multiple games. I also have an Epic. I have, st- you know me, you know how it goes. <laughs> just we'll just be we we'll just put that there and be done with that. So I find that very beautiful. What was I going to catch up on? Uh, I want to talk about, uh, of course, traveling for tra- traveling, but not traveling, but go going to Nessa's mom's house for Christmas. Uh. Like Box said, we were in the middle of of, uh, some some real fucked up winter-ass weather. And like, for whatever reason, my neck of the woods, y'all know where I call home, this corner of the town we live in, I don't know what the fuck they was trying to do. But then you hit the street here and go just a little further down. And all of a sudden, it's like, okay, these streets are reasonable. Fine. Cool. All right. Let's dip. All right. My neighborhood ain't plowed right for whatever reason this go around. But everywhere else seems to be pretty smooth going. And then I get to Ridgeville and I get off on 83. And motherfucker, I was, it was both hands on the wheel because it was just like slipping and slide. I was like, this is bullshit. What the fuck is going on over here today? They they didn't uh, get their roads right. And uh, so then we had like stop at the gas station, grab some shit uh, before we went to Ness's Miles house. And we get down there. And I'm like, normally how we park at Ness's Miles house is we just, we just park in the front, you know what I'm saying? And then, it, like, it's like, some, it's like some rocks there, or whatever. So, it's, it's easy to park there. But this time, it's like, you know, a foot of snow. And uh, I'm like, mm, do we want to try to park here? Because it's, it's a foot of snow, which means it's probably just wet and muddy underneath there. I mean, this is potentially a stuck situation where it's like, we will. Because usually what, what it is, we're parked there because that way we have the ability to dip when needed. And that's how it's just like, fuck it, man. <clears throat> if we got to leave. We just got to tell motherfuckers to move their car. It's old school. We're in the driveway this time. And, and, it, it that ended up working itself out too because it just ended up working itself out but um uh it was pretty tight uh a pretty tight group this year it, it was Nessa's grandparents and Vanessa's bro- uh vanessa's, um, sisters if they have spouses they spouses uh in their their her one sister's case her two kids my two kids and vanessa's mom's- bo- uh, boyfriend And usually, like say, like you know, Vanessa's aunt and uncles come through and stuff like that. Usually, we we end up riding pretty deep, but we kept they kept they played it real tight this year, and like uh, it was nice. It was very nice because I I was I was not ready to. Fully entertained. I just, I just simply was not in the place for it. I just was not like ready for that. But that group, I'm, I'm, I'm like tight with all of them, like super tight with all of them, including her. I got them with to the Canada before to buy Vanessa's grandma the flowers she likes to use that they don't sell in the states no more. And she always, always showed me love for that. You know what I'm saying? She read my sweatshirt, stage crunchy and milk. Oh, I didn't go into it, but I just had to chuckle. I just like, I had to laugh about it, and. Uh, and, and, like, her grandpa always sits in ciphers with me, just sits and tells me stories of what it is to have been, you know. Her grandpa is 90-something. So he's an old man, but he has all his faculties about him hmm. and is, like, tech-savvy and shit, you know what I'm saying? So he's, like, an interesting old man to chop it up with because he can tell you about how they used to take the, you know, the streetcar down by the, by, to go see a ball game after they, you know, rode a wagon all the way from out there to to get to Cleveland, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But then he could also, you know, tell you about computer shit. With you know, with I'm so much- fascinated,
2: like about people like him. Yeah, it's, it was just, that's how I felt about my grandmother before she passed because she lived through all that. You know, same thing. Like she was in her 90s, and it's just like to see the progression of the world at such a rapid rate. Yeah, and I'm just like, man, how do you, how do you keep up and keep your sanity? He just,
0: like I said, he just, he, he was always hip to it, and his and his lady was always hip to it, cause she also, you know, worked in uh, tech when she was when she had a gig and stuff. So it's like that. It's just these these particular people, like I said, I, 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 it's so funny to me at, uh, at Vanessa's niece's graduation party. It was both sides of her family: her dad's side, who literally sat on one side of the room, and her mom's side, who sat on the other side of the room. And I had to, of course, I had to make my way around the room because Vanessa has to make her way around the room. And I'm sitting with Vanessa's dad's people, and they all like hunting and politics and this, that, and the third. And then Vanessa's my side of the family is the opposite politics and computer shit, interesting things and so forth, science. And it's like, I, I'm like, how did these two people marry each other? <laughs> and, and they they and are definitely now well and true divorced all these years I'm like these two things should not have gone together. It is very clear that this shit was not meant to be. It is two very different organi- groups of people, and, and what's wild about that is her father over the years, even though he came from that, and he still hunts and stuff. He's a bow hunter, so you know, see, so he, he ain't out there gun shooting, but he's a bow hunter is way more bernie sanders than 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 donald trump you know what i'm saying and that's a wild thing to see have seen it develop over the years because when i met that motherfucker, he was saying muslim when talking <laughs> about you know terrorism and, shit. and i was like and i had to look at it i was like oh oh this is what you've introduced me into okay vanessa <laughs> but nothing like that you know what I'm saying, coming out as, out his yap at this point. So it's like it's interesting to see how people have changed over the years and so forth. But, yeah, Christmas what, was a wa- – go on. What go do on. you think made the change, though, for him? A great question. I can't call it because uh, uh, if he said something wrong in my presence, I w- I, w- I would tell him about himself. But his grandkids would tell him about himself. And and that's probably more likely what it really is. You know what I'm saying? His grandkids, uh, being you know, you know, hip youths, hmm. he played Minecraft and Fortnite and shit with them now. And like I said he in his 60s, 70s, and it's like I dig that too. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm like, look at the man, the the person you have you have become, and it's it's just it's interesting to me, man. I, I and he seemed like he seemed like he would always have been the 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 the, the not necessarily black sheep, but the, the but the one who would stick out among his amongst his broods, super smart guy, engineer, and so I'm saying, constantly traveling the world, and I don't feel like any of his squad is like that. And I'm like, mm, okay, that that's where you can make it make sense for these two would have hooked up
2: and and and
0: made a family together and so forth. So It's like, <laughs> yeah, you kind of you are your own. You are kind of like this, but you also aren't like that in, in any many way, shape, or form.
2: I mean, do you feel though like? in today's world that everyone's more sensationalized where like, maybe like you might've felt differently like 20, 30 years ago. Oh,
0: just too. the way everything worked. Yeah. Because yeah. Like the- now
2: everything's like on such a high scale that like, it's just way more apparent than maybe it was back then. Like maybe they just disagreed on some shit, but they still had enough common ground where like, you know, everything was cool. They could look past differences, but now it's like, everything is so amped up with with social media and and 24/7 coverage and there's yeah. another thing where I was talking about like the difference in thing like I couldn't imagine being my grandmother back in like the 30s and like you get like one program on the TV date. the whole family gathers around <laughs> and then like then the station's off and y'all just go to bed or like you go to the town movie theater where they're showing the one movie for like the next month or whatever like not you know, even it's like that was like six months. Them 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 theaters held yeah. on to them shows. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like now, it's like we have infinite possibilities all the yeah. time, and everything's like headlines. It's like everything's so radicalized now, where like the differences become way more apparent because everything's so hyped up to like it's like notched up to this like unhealthy level, you know?
0: Well, no. See, so so the the, the point that I feel like you're making, and, and also a point that, that that used to be, it used to be. Politics used to look like at least. Turns out, uh, when you go digging deeper, it totally was not just what. But 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 the look of politics was, we could all be. I mean, I'm sorry. It's just was it was the times we can all be gentlemen about this. You know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> and uh, yeah, because I don't remember people arguing at like family dinner when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> not, not. I mean, you know. I mean, I'm sure about, were, about people, politics. I mean.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there are people who was like fuck Ronald Reagan at some point, but that's that's kind of you were born after Reagan's second term started, you know what I'm saying? Well, during like the early parts of Reagan's second term. So I I I get that. But um, uh, I I don't know, man. It's, it is it was it, you are like not that I don't know I, what you're saying makes perfect sense. What well, I guess I guess we'll we'll will come to that conclusion on but it was dope to, uh, we hadn't got to do Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Last year, Christmas was, we all, me, uh, Ness, and I caught COVID. So we couldn't go last year. And so that fucking sucked. And uh, I think the year before that, did we do Christmas or did we not bother doing Christmas that year? I think we might have just skipped out on it because of that was the first year of COVID. And so we hadn't done Christmas in a couple of years uh, or at least been present for it. And so that was very it was very nice and and, and a good vibe to go and do that. Uh, the kids went to their grandma's house for Christmas Eve as they do every year, and they have been telling me stories now for a while of their grandma and aunt not reacting well to Lee's transition, and in fact, uh, their aunt saying wildly inappropriate and reckless shit. And so the entire the the times leading up to this, Xander was just preparing to have to go over there and fight. And Mm. I was like, I don't want you going over there prepared to fight. I want you to go over there and enjoy Christmas and have a good time with your people. I don't want you ready to fucking take motherfuckers to war. And I kept trying to talk to them and have a little basic pep talks like don't go over there with that. I go if you go over there, they say something reckless. Just laugh it off and 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 keep it motherfucking moving and i go off and if it really comes down to it if it really really breaks down to it just get up and leave don't take shit with you i'm so i'm saying don't worry i'm like i'm telling you right now don't worry about it any of your christmas stuff your uncle will end up bringing to you and it'll still show up in your life you're not going to lose out on christmas because of this but you will show them that it don't mean shit to you but your sibling does mean something to you and you, and, that, and that you could leave if you if, 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 if they came down to talking out their neck again. Me saying that kind of jarred something in my head was like, well, wait a minute. If you're telling him, you know, what I'm saying that his uncle was the plug, then why don't we go ahead? We hit we hit your uncle up. So I hit I hit the uncle up was like, here's what's going on. Here's what the kids have told me. And what I'm going to ask of you is that you kind of keep a watch over that shit. And if your, if your mama and your aunt come out the mouth on some reckless shit, uh, you know, you know what you need to do. And he's like, I got you. I'm so sorry. They are so, you know, old and weird. And I'm like, I find it hilarious that they act that way because they are a good 15, maybe 20 years younger than my mama. And my mama has, my mama, the preacher, remember y'all, y'all remember my mama was a was a was a pastor, has just been like, okay, you are Lee. You are, you now identify as a boy. And when I introduce people, I will say my grandsons and says it and with with nothing to it. So like just caught caught on and rolled right out with it. And I was like, what I was amazed by, and that's no disrespect to my mother, it's just I didn't know. I didn't know how this was gonna work, you know what I'm saying? And and the fact that she just took it as easy as she did was super impressed to me but also it said uh, it, it made me go well that means it's possible that means you could easily just be like I'm cool and these and and, and it turns out and and as it is currently her, her the the kid the, excuse me the kids aunts and uh, aunt and grandma ain't been able to do that and I'm like hmm, what is going on with that age bracket right now uh people with Vanessa, Vanessa's uh, p- uh, family it all seems to be good at saying, okay, Lee and, and, and boys, their grandparents not. But again, I told you, they in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? In the 80s and 90s, I'm kind of giving them some space. You know what I'm saying? They they, they get they get a little bit of a walk. And, and and Lee was, of course, fine, but it was like, it's cool. They oh <laughs> And I'm like, well, thank you, for, thank you for being cool enough to know, like to recognize that it's not done with malice or with forethought or meant to harm you or make you feel bad. And so they went to their, they went to this Christmas and I had them, I had them, I feel prepared, but also ready to just enjoy it. And they had a great Christmas to their grandma. It was just, they, it all turned out well. They played board games and shit and, and hung out and didn't really eat because they <coughs> had never eat his grandma's food because he hates it, but he ate <laughs> some stuff. <laughs> and that was dope. And uh, they got, uh, everything they asked for, and probably more, and I thought that was pretty pleasant. You know, that, that's of course that's great. You know, what I'm saying and 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 so forth. But I was just like, yeah, that's the vibe. This this Christmas, honestly, guy, uh, y'all was outside of you know our family business was really something amazing. It was nice to see. It it made me feel good. Uh, I I. With some hustle with some scraping, I got I got I made sure everybody kind of got what they wanted and uh and I'm feeling good. And then of course our check tomorrow is uh is the is the rare third check in a, a bi-weekly situation meeting. Nothing came out of it, uh you know, insurance-wise and so forth and so on, just regular old taxes. Oh, so what we get tomorrow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, shit. Shit. If you if if you have not looked at it, it's that nice check. Is that good, good. Also, I got like two little shakes of OT on it, meaning uh-huh. there was twenty five. I had twenty five minutes of OT one week and uh, a half hour the next week, so just a little sprinkler of OT on that bitch, too to make it to make it taste a little funky. So it helps that I'm about to go into the next year with uh, so jealous. I
2: Think I've uh, had I had eight minutes of overtime this whole year, bruh. Uh, I uh-huh.
0: I have had probably a total of I don't think we did we work any overtime over in in in, in our
1: maybe. O- Maybe like the first, like the first couple months, maybe. Yeah,
2: yeah those eight like, minutes I had came in January. But After yeah. that, we were explicitly told we were forbidden from doing that shit.
0: Nah, that department I'm in now is uh, just work it, and I'm like, and I, I constantly see people like there who, anyway. That, yeah, but that's been that's that that was they like said. Yeah, you gotta you, you should have a, you should wake up to a nice. Uh, solid situation here uh in a few minutes because man it is later than i thought it was but um it's a good christmas y'all and uh and 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 uh and, uh, and I'm, I'm 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 of course grateful and, and and thankful for uh y'all presence in my life but also of course you know getting my fam doing right by my my my, my family and so forth and it felt good and i talked to just about everybody and and everybody who needed to message me and so forth and we did and People reach, uh, reaching out from a, uh, you know, just across the country at this point, and that was real dope. And it was, it was, it was just, it was good. And my family felt loved and taken care of. And I liked that 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 uh, was the result of a uh, re- the end results of all of this. And so, uh, that, that's what's up, y'all. Uh, it is late AF, and though I have a selection of Emma the assholes. Once again, I'm going to give you a singular, Emma the Asshole, but I will give you options. <clears throat> Emma the Asshole for leaving my in-laws Christmas dinner after I found out they didn't make accommodations for me. Uh, let me tell you something. I'll just tell you right now. This person is an asshole. Hands down. <laughs> don't worry about it. Trust your boy on that one. Yes, they are an asshole. And that would just, it would have been fun to go over that one for their assholery. This one I the asshole for not waking my husband up and causing him to miss his flight to attend Christmas with his family. This one I have not really dug into. Can't call it. But this one. I the asshole for telling my cousin this isn't a grief competition and she should understand that after she went off on me. Now you mm. hear that and you think, oh. But it's a pink comment at the top of this motherfucker. Not like I had to scroll down or whatever. I mean, the first brick of comments is here at the top. And that bitch is glowing pink. It tells you some things about this particular one. So that's the one. I, yeah, look, I know I just told you I'd let you vote on it. I'm not letting you vote on it. That's the one you got to hear. <laughs> so let's get to it. Am I the asshole for telling my... You know, oh, if you didn't know, each week we head to the mean streets of Reddit, to the subreddit, am I the asshole? And we was doing that shit before it was cool. And we decide if this person is or is not an asshole by our metrics, as well as, you know, depending on what the people over on Reddit say. Am I the asshole for telling my cousin this isn't a grief competition? and And she should understand that after she went off on me. I had a miscarriage last year, which was the worst moment of my life. And it took a bit and it took a big hit in our relationship. Me and my husband's divorce just got finalized last month and it's honestly a different type of pain. But thankfully, I have wonderful friends and family who've been supporting me all the way. We had Christmas dinner with my family. A lot of my relatives kept checking in with me, asking if I was doing okay, and bringing me food. I felt really loved, and it was pretty fun overall, and and it took my mind off everything for a bit. My cousin, A's fiancé, recently passed. She was at dinner, but wasn't talking much, and mostly kept to herself. I saw her getting a soda, so I asked if she could bring me one as well. That didn't go well. A mm. got upset and started going off me. Why should she have to bring me things and I can get it on my own? I told her it's completely fine if she doesn't. I just asked since she wasn't since she was already there and she's making a big deal. A looked like she was about to cry and I and kept going off about how I expected everyone to fawn over me and no one cares about her and her fiance. I told A we're doing all doing our best. I'm sorry if she feels that way, but this isn't a grief competition and she should understand that. A few people overheard, her, overheard us, but the conversation changed and it wasn't a huge issue. A's sister messaged me later that, that what I said to A is awful and we're, and we're all awful to her. I told my best friend what happened and she suggested I post here for opinions. I didn't think this was such a big deal, but A thought otherwise. Was I the asshole here? Taking just what I've given you, is this person the asshole? Mm. I don't don't
1: think so. I don't think so, but I would like to hear this pink comment.
0: All right, now. Let's load it up. This is from Woke Jabber, Mm. asshole enthusiast. My condolences on your loss. From the main post, it doesn't sound like you did anything wrong, but based on your other replies, you're the asshole majorly and the rest of your family isn't much better. They go on to quote, I had a sudden panic attack one day. I'm very close to my mom, but she was in a different city at the time. So I called my aunt to come visit. She stayed with me instead of going to the funeral. And A sent some not so nice text to me later. You called her mother away from her fiance's funeral. Of course, she's upset with you. Mm. She also quotes this. Even at Christmas, he, this person, whoever, work jabber. Even at Christmas dinner, when everyone was chatting and talking, she wasn't joining in. And the, and the, and the writer here says, her fiance just died. And your relatives were all hovering around you because of a year old event. Grief is not a competition, but some is fresher than others. Mm. Quotes them again. It's not a competition to see who has it worse. And A is still very young, 21, beautiful and smart. So it's not the end of the world for her versus the pain of losing a child and having your relationship break down over it. So this person says, so grief is not a competition, but your year-old law, your year old loss is much more serious than her fiance's recent death. Right? I'm beginning to wonder if her being beautiful and smart is the reason you're just a beast about her. They also quote this one. I know a couple of people that overheard our conversation tried to gently explain that to her, but she ended up leaving early. And this person's final response is, Your whole family sucks. And I hope she reaches out to her late, you know, the one that just died recently, fiance's family for love and support, because she certainly is not going to get any from that, fa- that, from any from a family that dances attendance on the best manipulator. So I was like, Damn, this bitch said a bunch of shit in this post about, and, and whatever. So I was like, you, you can always click on a user's name and you can uh, then go and see what they say. And uh, you can see these person's points. And this person says a lot of things in this post. And that's why this person went through and read their shit was like, motherfuck you and your fucking label. Hmm. This person this person, and their entire family is a bunch of assholes. Y'all didn't know that. I knew that, which is why I shared with y'all. And that, uh, Son of a human- bitch, you trapped me. She 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 regularly seemingly seemingly manipulates her family into uh, coming to kiss her ass, including a situation where she had a panic attack w- during the time where her cousin's oh, fiance's funeral was occurring, and basically called her fian- her her cousin's mom to her service to come take take care come take care of me, even though she should be at that funeral taking care of her kid, and uh, that just says more about that family dynamic than anything else it's like mm, that shit's fucked up and uh, so let's see uh, this person says not the asshole pain is pain suffering is suffering while I think trying to compare those emotional and physical wounds are, are bigger does nothing for no one you're suffering she is trying to share hers in a very odd manner yes there's a possibility she is doing it to proudly hold up the title of person with the most grief heavyweight championship title just let her have it Focus on your healing. They are clearly toxic. So, this person thinks that they know what's going on. But then, here's what the OP responds. This is my point as well. I understand very well she's hurt, but so am I. This isn't the first time she's done it, actually. I'm close to my aunt, A's mom, and I had a sudden panic attacks. Remember this part? And I'm very, uh, uh, she stayed with me instead of going to the funeral. And A sent some not nice texts later. I just let it be. But even at Christmas dinner, when everyone was chatting and talking, she wasn't joining in. Edit. I understand how I wrote what I wrote. is confusing, but my aunt didn't miss the funeral completely. She mm-hmm. was there when I called and ca- and she came then. And then the person responded. Did you know about A's f- f- uh, fiance's funeral? Did you know that it was the day that you asked your aunt to come over? Also, knowing that sh- knowing that she will miss the funeral. Was there a reason you didn't go to the funeral? Did other family and friends extend the same kindness to A during the time of grief as they did yours? And she responded, my aunt wasn't with me the whole time. She was at the funeral and then I called. She came and stayed. I wasn't feeling that great and was also pretty busy with the divorce proceedings. This was this was around the time everything got finalized. So I didn't attend the funeral, but I sent A flowers. And yes, other relatives did attend the funeral. You see, this person's just shitty. (laughs) (laughs) love <laughs> green, And uh I don't try to bandy shitty around so much because Anthony always tells you don't say that about people. And I try to be, you know, a good a good friend and a good listener when tells me don't, don't say reckless shit. But this person just seems shitty. I and it I, and it's I, not I, a and I'm not I, saying it is a grief competition, but it does seem like she uh like I said, manipulates people. Into playing on her side while this per while somebody this this person just lost their fiance. Yeah, I
1: can't even I don't even know what I'd do with that kind of tragedy. You know, DMX said a long time ago in one of his songs, "It's a difference between doing wrong and being wrong, and that ain't right." So, like, um, this person seems to like I don't know a a different kind of creepy and. (laughs) And assholery, like you really need help, baby girl.
0: Yeah, Um, and I'm not. I'm, I'm never, ever shitting on someone for having a miscarriage. Uh, my 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 children's mother uh, and and I, but you know, of course, nothing to nothing compared to to, to you know what she went through. Suffered a miscarriage. It was real fucked up. It was a very fucked up time. Like there's was a lot of shit we had to go through to 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 get through that. But let me tell you something. That compares nothing to when she died. Yeah. I mean, those worlds are separated by solar systems of grief. You know what I'm saying? One was, one was kind of like, yeah, oh, that's fucked up. And, and there is some things we have to grow and go and get through together. And the other is, hurts to this day and uh so if you understand that truly understand that then you know and 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 so uh yeah trust me when i say that I, and, and i speak from real personal real life lived experience you are the asshole <laughs> and what of those colossal type of assholes and i'm just like Ugh. and i'm glad that's why like i said that's why the first comment big and bright. And I'm sure they probably can go up and pin a comment. It's probably something she's a situation like that. But it's like they was not playing around with this. And they was like, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck your bitch in the click you claim. And I was just like, we mm, right.
2: The pain of divorce. It's actually the exact song learned. I was thinking about it a few months ago. <laughs> Look,
0: man. Uh, take it from a divorce guy. It hurt. It didn't hurt like that. So, yeah, disgusting. Uh, I'm going to give you just a little bit of entertainment because I actually was doing something, I finally for once doing something a different for the first time in forever. Started a new game on the old PlayStation 5, started Horizon Forbidden West. And mm. unlike the first Horizon that took me five tries to get going, hit this bitch running, having a great time with it. It is really, really, really good so far. And... I just love it. I love I love that. I love that. I end up loving the first one after multiple attempts to get it started. And I very much am enjoying the sequel so far. Also today in the mail uh, via uh, via my by my Christmas Amazon gift cards, I uh, received the update uh, of the you can update the space on a PlayStation five. And you need to because the PlayStation five has the most paltry of hard drives, not even a terabyte of storage on there. Just the itty biddiest wackies of space, but you can get a bigger hard drive. And I found the drive that everybody says is a, the drive for that at a great price on Amazon uh, on the on Boxing Day. On uh and so I, I ordered that and then got it in it arrived today, installed it, and 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 unlike most of the time when you install a hard drive and it's like you know, oh it's a two-gig hard drive, and you get like 1.89, you know, gigs of space, get the full two gigs. So because it, it formats in that in that way, and I'm like, dope. So I got all kinds of space on my, on my PlayStation now and a pretty fat stack of games over here on this coffee table of things that the kids got for uh, and, and, and for Christmas. And uh
1: well you have to um send send me that so I can update mine my PlayStation 5. Because I seen that and I meant to it's all before we record it's always a laundry list of so like hey let's catch up on this and I want to ask you this and then it's always uh never goes there so yeah i'll uh, send me the link um later you don't gotta do it now well I just, it,
0: it's the easiest thing in the world you know i got it right here so also what's even fly? what's what's dope about this one is there's they sell one that is playstation branded that costs like 50 60 bucks more hmm it's the same drive just ain't got the playstation logo on it
1: Oops, shit, hit the mic. Because so, I there. I have a, a twenty a twenty five dollar gift card from Amazon that I haven't used yet. And you just said we got paid more money, so <laughs> more
0: money, more money. <laughs> it's in it's in the chat. You're good to go. Uh I got the two terabyte model. If you want to save a couple bucks, go for you can go for the one terabyte model. It's still more space than you have on that PlayStation right now by a lot. So,
1: oh, excuse me. So one seventy nine. Yeah. So, well, oh. I will have to add that to my list because I think um, before I get that, I probably need to get a new phone because my phone won't won't keep a charge for nothing now. It's been um, oh shit. I think I got it. The if not the the day. Like two days after we uh we got sent home, so what like March nineteenth of of two thousand
0: twenty? Yeah. Um, are you gonna stay in the Samsung family of phones? or Are you gonna go
1: uh, elsewhere in, your, in the realm of Google? I was actually I was actually thinking about getting the uh, the Google Pixel Seven. Pro. The Pixel Seven, yeah, it's a real good looking phone.
0: So can't can't knock the hustle. Uh. Can we get that on our on our service, or do you are you going to have to buy it outright from like Best Buy or something?
1: No, Google Pixel Seven Pro was on um, on T Mobile.
0: Very good. I know. I remember it was one that they didn't have the the model you wanted on there. I can't recall which one it was.
1: Mm, I think that was a couple years ago with the Pro, but I mean with the with the Pixel. But that's it was probably
0: around the time you got that. And we was looking at phones, and then we ended up getting sent home because the goddamn pandemic. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm
2: still, I'm still using a Note Nine. I mean, if it's working for you, who cares? Well, the, the battery on it's not like it used to be, but the phone yeah, itself works. that's starts. what I'm saying right
1: now. Like yeah. the the phone, it like loses battery like this, and like the charging port is is shit now. Like, um, I have to, you know, yeah, but,
2: yeah, like my my cords pop out all the time now, so I gotta make sure it stays plugged in.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's where we are. We're together in this, holding hands, going
2: down this road together. <laughs> yeah, but aren't you in the next gen? Like, I'm still using the one before your gen.
1: No, I think um, we're we're like yeah, we're right around the same time. Like, this is uh, I think uh, a Galaxy Ten, and then like they're at we're um, like so the Note usually comes out last. So your nine is essentially a ten. <laughs> and yeah. then like um that's how they always did. It. And then like they said, fuck that, and they just like, now nah we all twenty. Now nah, then now nah they on twenty twos and stuff. Yeah.
2: Man. I'm pretty sure I got this phone in September of twenty nineteen. So it's, it's at least three years old.
1: Yeah, yeah. so you, you got yours in September, My probably came out in September and I not get it till March. So like hmm. like we um we we both in the same place.
2: Yeah, I buying the tablet definitely helped extend the life expect, expectancy of it, but at this point, it's still almost a three and a half year old phone. Yeah, it,
0: it's just it's 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 probably time for everybody to do some little updating. So, uh, y'all 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 watching thing? Oh yeah. Also, uh, I, I watch every Christmas thing that I wanted to watch that I watch every year. I watch Die Hard. I watch Love Actually. I watch Serendipity. I watched uh, the Ted Lasso Christmas episode. I watched um, uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol. I watched uh, Emmett uh, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas and uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Everything that I watched for Christmas. Serendipity was the last thing I watched because I couldn't find anywhere, so I ended up having to buy it on uh, Amazon Prime. Renting it was $3 and buying it was like $10 and I had $10 of credit. And so it was basically 79 cents. I just had to pay the taxes on it. So I ended up just buying it. And so I can watch it whenever I want now. Those are my Christmas movies. And I watched and enjoyed them all. It was fucking fantastic. And I had a great time doing it. Did y'all watch
2: anything or get down with anything? I watched uh, Matilda the Musical. That shit looked good. Is it good? It's pretty entertaining. Like, okay. I don't feel like I'd need to watch it again. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the work that they put into it is pretty impressive. Those kids can sing and dance. Very good. I watched uh, The Glass Onion. I want to see that. Don't tell me nothing about that one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I watched uh, Black Adam. I watched um, uh, Top Gun, the new one. Yeah. And then I watched uh, the whole season of House of Dragon. Very good.
0: What'd you think of Black Adam?
2: Uh, it was okay, but like if they don't do another one, I won't be upset. They are not. Worry <laughs> not. not. Ain't no ifs to that one. <laughs> they are not. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great, but it wasn't the worst. And it's like, part of it is because like I didn't know who any of the other, who any of the characters were, and I you don't know. You know Hawkman, don't you? I'm not really a DC guy. Hmm. Fair enough.
1: Okay. ant man, what'd you grow to? Um, like I said, I, I went to the movies and seen the new um Puss and Boots movie today. Man. Um, I've been working on um the um the HBO the Lakers um short uh short series. Yeah. Um I don't know. I kept on wanting to watch it, but then I put it on the back burner and then I remembered it uh, I remembered it the other day. I'm like, yeah, let me get out of watch. And that's how I
2: felt the other day when I saw the Cobra Kai came out last year, and I forgot all about it.
1: <laughs> i was
2: like, oh shit, I gotta get that done.
1: Yeah, I'll have to catch back up to that and um, and take advantage of having having Netflix because I know pretty soon, like um, they're talking about you not being able to share accounts um, even in the same household, you'll have to pay more money. So who knows how that's gonna go? Um, but that it's a very pretty decent. Um, docu series or uh, not really docu series. It's all damn near fucking fantasy. Some of the shit, but because like some of the stuff behind the scenes, like they showed, um, like some of the actors on not stilts, but like, um, like Air Force Ones with like six inches of <laughs> of um height on them and stuff. So that was always interesting. So, but like seeing it, it's a pretty good show. Um, I love when. You see actresses and actors from other things or you see actors from other things and they they're able to be in a different light and uh, show their different amounts of skills and stuff. It was it's pretty good. I'll probably watch some other stuff and oh, I I finished an um a, a book on an audio book um called All Good People here and it was like had rave reviews and I'm like, man, another six hour waste of my fucking time. Like I hate when um, shit happen. I mean, I, of course, it might be a sequel or something like that. But I hate when stuff happens. It's like, well, use your imagine. I'm already using my imagination. I've been using my imagination for six hours. You need to tell me some shit right now. <laughs> but I did use one of lunch's tricks, where um, I put the the book speed up just a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I put it up to 1.25, which uh, you know helped it out a little bit, but. Man, like, you not really telling me the ending of the book fucking sucks. Um, Like, I spent all these hours with these characters, and then you get to the end, it's like, but did he? And I'm like, oh, come on, man. Why?
2: <laughs> oh, but, no, uh-uh. It always bugs me when a show is like, it's open to interpretation. It ends how you want. Like, no, motherfucker. I want you
1: to tell me how the story ends. Don't don't make it me be the one ghost writing here. Yeah. And the words of the dude from "Um, Wet Next Exhale," you raggedy bitch. <laughs> you tell <laughs> me what's going on <laughs> here. Like, uh, I never I, knew where
2: that was from. Oh,
1: you raggedy bitch! I oh, always
2: see the me in my line with the dude in the yard. He's like, "You raggedy yeah, bitch!" I had no right. idea what it's from, but I was I always loved it. Yeah, that's <laughs> from
1: uh, the "Wet Next Exhale" movie, uh, and that's uh, "Bubble Gump." But Bubba, oh man, he make all the shrimps. <laughs> why I don't know why she didn't love more. Black people love uh, crustaceans, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, all good people here. Um, oh my gosh, I can't like. I almost have to read it again just to be sure they tricked me. I know they tricked me. <laughs> but a matter of fact, that was going to be one of my subjects today. Like, um, but you know it's okay. But that was my entertainment this week. Good,
0: good, good enough, people. Uh, you know what it is. You know what to do. You know how to do it. And if not, it's all at the beginning of the show, I swear to God. I'm, I, I, uh, I'm <laughs> not running through it's all this. Oh, oh, okay, oh, hold on, hold on. The one thing I will talk about here at the end of the show is go buy a shirt. tpublic.com slash one word. That's what's up. It's I'm wearing a podcast cash shirt right now. My kid was wearing a podcast shirt today as well. I didn't even realize I had. I know I do because I bought them homes, but I didn't really realize I had two podcast t-shirts. The white one and the dark blue one. The Navy joint. I do. I rock my brand. You should rock my brand, too. That's the only thing I don't think is at the beginning of the show. Everything else is there. The phone number, the email, the the tweets, and all that shit. So there you go. That's what's up. Uh, That is uh, Tatum216. Good night. It's Lunchbox2099.
2: I agree.
0: Uh, you should also be listening to Creme We do that shit every week, and it's a dope show. Uh, we're having a good time with it. Uh, we are uh, going over the uh, Big Brunch on HBO Max right now. Nick Jew <laughs> is, is handling the reins on that one because that that was her as it was her baby, and uh, she's a damn good host. So you should be fucked with that too. I am the internet's ten seven thirteen. You just been podcast too, and I am certain you loved it. We will catch you next time. Happy Happy New Year.
1: What happened to your ass? It used to be beautiful.